she says it feels like many makers are really hitting the roadie market where do you think the tumbler market uh, is going the next three months and also next year well i mean it's it's really hard to say because if you would ask me this question two or three years ago i would have said it wouldn't go anywhere and a lot of it has to do with i think i don't think you'll ever get away from personalizing items because mm-hmm. um, people always want them uh it's not something that it's not really a niche thing it might kind of ebb and flow it might have its its high points and low points but i think it's always gonna uh steadily increase especially with you know what the the manufacturers are doing that are making these things they're making different sizes different shapes you know better quality um you know all this stuff they're just continuing to advance it and us as creators for rotaries myself and others included you know we've got to kind of we got to keep up with that to make sure that you guys can can continue to do that stuff as the demand rises. Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, the number one podcast if you want to listen to me talk about lasers while I am sick. Uh, I'm going to try not to talk too much today. Uh, you can hear it probably in my voice. It's better than it was this morning. You guys should have heard me this morning. It sounded like a monster. Um, but uh, we've got Boyce here hanging out. What's up, Boyce? Glad that you could be yeah. here as usual. Uh, Matt Botterford is joining us today um, as a proud owner of multiple Rotoboss units. And then, of course, uh, our special guest today, Jason Reif from Rotoboss. What's up, Jason? How you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, everybody? We're doing pretty uh, good down here. Dude, it's it's so sick to have you on. I'm stoked. We've been talking a lot lately. You've actually got one of these bad boys uh, getting ready to go out into the mail to come over to the shop like really, really soon. So I'm stoked to get my hands on it. Yeah, we was waiting for the new uh, the 2.0, which we'll talk about. It's kind of sitting behind me there on the on the couch yeah i was waiting waiting for those to come in so you can get that so that's gonna be the newest thing coming out uh later this year and the beginning of next year so for people who don't know um you you're the owner of rotoboss right yes what is rotoboss what do you do uh how did you get there um <laughs> well it's a, it's a long story uh 20 years in the navy the last probably five or six um before i retired uh, I started getting into lasers and CNCs and things like that to expand my woodworking business. Um, and then right around 2018, 2019, um, I got more into the to the uh, to the laser side of things and uh, started making a bunch of products for for other rotaries and things like that, like the clamping kits and. Um, material hold down kits for like the boss lasers, thunder lasers, thing like that. Um, and then, uh, basically it, it boiled down to, I mean, I've been doing this for about 10 years and anybody that's been doing this for a while knows that, you know, up until about three years ago and when myself and some other people started making some, some rotary devices or, or improved rotary devices compared to what we were using, uh, doing stuff, tumblers, cups, glass, things like that was just a bear um it wasn't it wasn't pleasurable at all um so about i'd say probably about mid 2018 i decided to kind of 
tinker because I was already using the 3D printers and things like that. So uh, I decided to kind of try to make my own rotary, just something for me to have. Yeah. Uh, never really intended to sell it. Never, you know, intended it to get to where it is today. But um, so I had my own device uh, probably around early 2019. Um, started thinking about maybe selling it. So uh, started kind of refining it, playing around with it, trying to, to entertain the idea of maybe selling it. And then uh, probably around... Uh, September, I would say, yeah. uh, started getting, started getting serious about it and, uh, decided to make a go of it. Did a couple feelers to see if people would be interested because obviously I was already doing stuff for a year or so making mods to fix other rotaries. Um, so it kind of became the next logical step. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of people are on board with it. I know, um, I know Matt has a couple of them from, I don't know if he still has the ones from a couple of years ago, <laughs> but, uh, but it got, got a couple of those and there's some other people that are still running the, the old ones that were made of acrylic and 3d printed parts because <laughs> everything, everything was bootstrapped. Um, yeah, I've got both done. of those and they're still awesome, dude. They still crank stuff out all the time. Flawless. That's, that's good. There's a lot of changes since then. <laughs> a lot of improvements. Um, the business has pretty much been bootstrapped from the beginning. I had about a thousand bucks in my bank account for my business. Nice. And that's kind of, that's kind of where it started from. I'd sell, I'd sell some, I was making everything by hand. I was cutting shafts as, uh, laser cutting the, the panels, 3d printing the parts. I mean, it, it was a, it was a real, uh, trip. It was more or less, I wanted a hobby that made, you know, a little bit of extra money on the side. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of just ballooned into this over the years. Um, so as, as I've kind of, as I've kind of progressed, I've, you know, invested the money back into the business, improved the quality of parts, the machining, you know, to where we are now where everything's all metal and has been since probably about November, October, November last year. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of, you know, a little, little backstory on how it got to where it is, but everything stemmed off of basically just doing woodwork out of my garage to make a couple extra bucks was in the yeah. military. <laughs> you know, the most surprising part of that story to me is actually um, that, that it, it has only really existed since 2019. Uh, yep. I, I thought that it was much older than that. So the fact that you're sitting here saying 2019 is kind of mind blowing to me because it feels like a much more mature product than 2019, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of time and effort went into making it, um, because it it really boiled down to um, as you guys probably know that's been doing it for a while. It boiled down to all the all the deficiencies that the other rotaries had. I basically tried to encompass all those into my product. Right. So, and my goal the original the original one that came out was the Rota Boss with the twin towers and the lead screws and everything, because I don't know if you've seen it, but I have, it's called the auto boss, which runs off of light burn with a GRBL and you can actually control it. You can set programs for each different cup. So you just click a button and it automatically goes to it and everything. So that was kind of the original, the original plan right. um, when it started out. And that's why I went with the lead screws. Um, but it was just, taken all those things that were wrong and 
fixing them and improving them, making them better. And the goal was, my goal was to essentially eliminate the need for a chuck. Yeah. And um, so just, I just want to give people an idea because I, I know, but I want everybody else to know too, um, especially new listeners. This is a popular product. This is not like, this is not like some weird random startup. How many rotary tools do you think you've sold in your lifetime in business? Um, since the start, probably just shy of 4,000. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Right boys. Yeah. 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 That that is impressive, especially considering, and I, I I feel like we have to talk about this up front. I want to, I want to get this out of the way early. Uh, but it's especially considering the price. Uh, it's, it's no secret that the Rotoboss is like the most expensive rotary tool you can buy for your laser. Shed some light on on where that price comes from, uh, what goes into that number so that we can kind of like justify that to some of the viewers. Because, uh, you know, when you compare to some of your competitors, uh, like like the Mansfield or even the Pyburn, right? The yep. Rotoboss is it's, it's significant, significant added cost. And I'm sure that it's validated, but I, I, I want to give you a chance to talk about why. Okay, well, I'll preface, I'll preface this with the the junior is the kind of the the lower end of things on as far as the rotaries, and that's kind of where that stemmed from is because the price of the rotor boss is so high. Because when I when I first started, my goal was to have a premium product. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't trying to be, you know, selling a ten thousand. Pentos. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to sell a hundred Ferraris, so mm-hmm. my goal has always been to have the best product that I could I could give to people. And unfortunately, yeah. through that process, the way I came up, I wasn't able to offer what I offer now to people back then um, with the quality and everything. But as as the progression happens, the the price kind of followed suit with the upgrade and the quality and the material and right. and everything else that was involved in it. Now the, uh, the Roto boss, like I said, at that time at, what was it? 2000, yeah, 2019, there wasn't really any, there was nothing like that on the market. Right. Um, there was other things like Pyburn had, had theirs, um, their, their smaller version or single lift version. Um, but, no one had anything like I had and it was, it was kind of, I don't know how to really say it. I mean, it, I kind of made my own price Yeah, based, yeah, based on, based, based on the value that it, that it gave to me and that I felt that it would give to others. It was unprecedented for sure. Right. Like well, it was, I mean, you gotta, you gotta consider back then, uh, one of the laser companies, and I won't mention the names, but one of the lasers companies was selling their flat rotary right. for like nine hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. The, the rick the rickety scissor lift a flat rotary was like totally. nine hundred bucks. And I'm yep. thinking, okay, well, obviously my rotor bosses weren't that much back then, right? Because <laughs> they they weren't worth it, right? Um, but like I said, as things kind of progressed, the value went up with it, and it was. And I, I hate to say that I, you know, I named my own price, but yeah. it was always in progression according to what I did to it. So it wasn't right. like a fourteen hundred dollar rotary today cost fourteen hundred dollars back then. I think my rotobosses cost like five, maybe six hundred dollars back yeah. then. Yeah. So 
and, and like I said, it's just been a steady progression, and people people have kind of understood it. I guess. I mean, so you, so kind of what, what I'm for. let me par- paraphrase for you a little bit. It, let me know if I'm right, but um, it we started at a high price because you were going after the premium market, and you had something at the time when you came into the market that nobody else could offer that has value, uh, mm-hmm. and then. From, from there on, you've continually made improvements to these products and upgraded the quality of the materials and the build. And thus, the price has increased along with that accordingly. Correct. Yeah, that's well, that's totally real. We're all about transparency here on, on Laser Everything. Yeah. If you want to say you made your own price, you know, fuck, that's, it is what it is, dude. Obviously, people agree with the value that they're getting out of your products because if they didn't you wouldn't have sold 4000 since 2019 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like that that says something dude and what that says to me is that people are finding that they're they're getting their money's worth purchasing rotoboss rotary attachments and they're telling other people that they they are happy with that experience it's the only way you get to $4000 or uh, 4000 units sold for a, a premium product like this is if you're, yep. you, you've got that positive word of mouth. So, um, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. I, I think it's I think it's an awesome unit. I'm so, so excited to get my hands on, <laughs> on my own. And I know it's coming. Um, I, I really, really can't wait. And I think it's going to be really evident when it arrives here at the shop. Uh, prediction, um, the, the differences between that and some of the competitors, because I know one of the things I'm going to do the second that it comes in is I'm going to put it head to head with the Pyburn and the Mansfield. I think that's really going to be a great opportunity to uh, allow the qualities that make the Rotoboss special uh, really apparent and shine. What were you going to say, boys? Sorry, I kind of pulled over you there. No, it's okay. I was just going to say, you know, how much how much do you decide to sell the first smartphone for, for the first computer, for the first car? <laughs> right, right. There is no yeah. precedence, and you get to kind of decide the, the market. And there's a lot of labor that people don't see behind the scenes when it comes to uh, the R&D of it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of sweat equity involved there that you've got to get recovered. Um, not not so to mention, well, I mean, on that point, I, you're still building these by, like, yourself, right, Jason? Um, well, n- no. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> I have, that's I awesome. Have, uh, yeah, have, good, I, good for congratulations, right? <laughs> let's, let's see, well, my business, uh, JER Custom Designs, is I have other things too, like uh, laser, obviously laser engraving, sublimation, and um, vinyl graphics, UV printing, all that stuff. Got your so hands diff- everywhere, yeah. <laughs> so I have my hands in all that stuff right now, and then I have four guys that work for me that do nothing but just pound out these rotaries wow. all day, every day. That's awesome. Wow. That's so, so I mean, crazy, and, man. And, and we're shipping out probably, yeah, probably. Close to a hundred a month. Uh, yeah, close to a hundred a month, probably. So wow. little, you're kind of you're kind of making my point for me because what I was going after was that there is a human being assembling these, and oh, yeah. what you're saying is there's four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I mean, we have our stuff manufactured. Like the, all the designs are mine, and right. every piece and part of it, besides the the milled, because everything's uh, solid billet aluminum CNC milled. So there's no extruded aluminum or any of that stuff yep. um so i went with the best best quality product i could get but all that stuff's manufactured obviously elsewhere sure um and brought in mm-hmm. but the, every single piece and part that goes into the rotaries is assembled by my guys here yep. um 
and we we do everything ship them i mean yep i ha- i handle all the tech support or anything that comes along with it which is usually pretty minimal yeah. um there has been a kind of uptick with a new update with the software but uh hopefully that'll get resolved soon yeah but uh but i mean so i've been able to devote my time to doing other things like improving these rotaries i got behind me um from previous version because this up until this point it's been november november 1st will be three years that's that's the birthday of of rotoboss is november 1st awesome and it's coming right up that'll that'll be in november and um these here are kind of like the three-year anniversary kind of upgrade um, from what I've been doing for the past three years. And remarkably, y- you can pretty much take anything, like like Matt's got some older units, he said, and you can basically take any of the new components that I have now and put them on that rotary, right. on, on, on that, that platform, um, and it fits. Um, so it's like, whole, it's, like a, it's like a Jeep then. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, yeah. I, my my whole thing was because yeah. for me, this is not about the money. Um, never has been, never will be. My thing was to give somebody something they can use for ever, essentially. Yeah. I, the um, best so businesses I exist because they're solving problems, right? Well, I didn't want to have people because, like my my rotaries, you can put a NEMA seventeen motor on it or a NEMA twenty three. It's mm-hmm. all the the plate is already preset for either of those motors yeah so it doesn't matter i've sold stuff to people that have uh, a 900 diode laser i've sold them a 1400 laser and they love it right. but my my goal in doing that to where you can basically go back and put new stuff on old stuff was that i didn't want people to have to keep buying new new rotaries right. all the time yeah you can just upgrade them with the stuff that I already have. So I've tried to keep the design the same. Now with the V2, that kind of goes away because <laughs> right. it's, it's everything totally, yeah. totally new. At some point in order to improve the product, you have to let go of some backwards compatibility, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but I mean, the, the lengths that you've gone to make sure that that backwards compatibility for the V1 stuff uh, has remained is evident when you pop onto your site. I mean, when you're just poking through your shop, more of the listings on your store online are upgrade parts than they are actual listings for for rotary tools. Uh, yeah. so there's there's a ton of room across that V1 life span, right? To to be able to keep up with the newer models. Um, with the V2, are are you planning on doing? the same thing like for whatever lifetime that the v2 experiences are you going to be uh making those kind of like bonus parts or upgrade parts available to to people who purchase them well i mean the 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 v2 is pretty much it's it's basically taken everything tried and true from you know if you want to call it the v1 um and rolled it kind of into the v2 with some slight differences um and adjustability you know flexibility kind of you know, being a user-friendly um, kind of aspects of it, um, more more kind of, um, I, mean, I guess, flexibility because you could do yeah. you could do more objects and things with it. Um, I really focused on trying to make them, uh, you know, obviously better than what they were, right? Uh, because I plan on probably selling these for 
another two or three years before I come out with something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, but but for the V2 and the V1, they're they're the only backwards compatibility would be like the bearing blocks, the wheels, things like that. The plates are all all the plates are different, so you can't just take one and put it on the other. Right. Um, like mm-hmm. you could with with the uh, the V1 or the previous version. Um, you could take the old plates like what Matt has. You can swap plate for plate use the same parts or upgrade the metal um i also have uh if someone has the old version i have a trade-in trade-up policy basically nice. nice where where you ship it in as like a core charge and then you pay a discounted rate for a brand new off the line rotary that's smart um so and also like the the towers and stuff on them not the towers but the crossbar um, if you notice on on the one side, you'll see two holes that go to nothing on the on the junior or the, even the low roller. Um, those are were there one as a multi-purpose, so I could use them on either the rotor boss or the junior, but also as an upgradable option for someone that has a junior already that wanted to add the function of the boss, the rotor mm. boss to it, mm-hmm. which is the other tower. So there's right. there's a, there are several things that were kind of um, built into it, like on the on the the control arm or the the slave wheel arm that goes up and down. There's an oval hole, so you can get to the lead screw bracket without having to disassemble the whole arm. Mm. So I mean, there's 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 a lot a lot went into it. Uh, right. I like to think I covered all my bases. I mean, obviously I did something right because three years, almost three years later, and I'm still running on the same platform I had. Right. So. Um, obviously something was done right, but improvements have been made and, and to kind of make it better. So can, can people buy these V2 versions now, or is this something that's coming out later? Um, it's going to be coming out later. I'm doing a short run of them, uh, later this year for Christmas because I don't plan on rolling them out until next year, Mm -hmm. 2023, but I decided to do a, a short run of them. Uh, and I'll be posting that on on the Facebook pages and things. Right. To do a a, qu- a short run of fifty um, for and Christmas, I, if anybody's interested. And then after that, will that it'll be, be the, the same version that you're sending over to the shop? Yes. Awesome. Cool. Oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're, get, you're, <laughs> you're getting the you're getting a new one. Nice. You, you'll get you're getting the uh, the one that will be released later this year. And, and then, so. That that's actually a really good segue for me because one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we absolutely talked about and I want to make sure we have time for it, which is why I'm asking early. Um, there are a lot of roto bosses, uh, like a lot. Uh, you, have, you have a lot of different models, and it it makes a difference what machine you have to will you know greatly depend on or which model you pick up rather uh, greatly depends on the machine that you have and some of your. Uh, you know, uh, uh, dimensions <laughs> inside of your inside of your work workspace. Uh, yes. Can you can you kind of run me through that a little bit and, and just kind of let me know what some of those different models are? Well, I'm going to bring up the the screen for that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Let's see it. All right. So, um, essentially, we have we have three different rotaries. I know they're they're doubled up there because they're different setups for fiber and CO2. Um, but the main ones we have is Rotoboss, which is the dual towers. We have the right. Junior, which is a single tower. 
and then we have the low roller which was my answer to basically the the hot dog roller really low slung low profile for doing like the the eon the mirrors right the the k40s uh you know the, the thunder nova 24 for a while now they have you can actually use the junior or the rotoboss in all of the thunder machines now mm-hmm. um but so it started out you got you got the rotoboss the junior and and the low roller and you can have them in two different sizes you got the full size which is 21 21 inches long and then you have a compact which is 15 and a half and mainly the reason for the compact was boss laser because when I made this boss laser was the only thing I had. So that was right. kind of my, that was kind of my audience at the time. Um, and a lot of people had the 14, 16, 14, 20, uh, lasers, which you can't put a full size rotary in it. So you make the smaller one that would fit down in the tray in the bottom. Right. Um, so that's kind of where the compact and full size come from. Um, now the reason for all these different versions, um, obviously the roto boss was the premium, the premium product. That's, that's the top of the line, the best you can get. Right. Um, and then the junior was made shortly after the the Roto Boss to kind of get into like the cheaper side of things or the lower cost or lower lower budget side of things. Right. Um, More of a mid mid range option. Yep. And then back then, also, if you guys recall or not, like Thunder and Eon had both gone through a transition period and started to grow. Right. About three years ago. And I was, I worked with both of them early on. And the problem was, is my stuff didn't work in all their machines. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why we have so many. And that's why the low roller was made because they had the Eon had the mirror five, seven and nine. And a regular rotary wouldn't fit in there without taking the blades out, which right. at the time I, it was, people didn't like to do that. I don't like um, to do that now, man. So putting the, the low roller actually sits on the blades. Got it. And actually, so you don't have to remove the blades. And it still allows you to be able to work inside of the mirrors and the Novas and all the Thunder and, and Eon lasers, K40s, things like that. Right. Um, so that's where the low roller came from because the Junior was just a little bit too big to work. So that's kind of how the low roller came about. Now we and have three. When we, yeah. So when we were talking, you were saying that the, the V two junior will actually fit in some of those machines. Is that right? Well, the, the junior and the roto boss now will fit in the thunder machines. The June, the junior will fit in the, the mirrors, uh, but you have to take the blades out. Right. Right. Um, even, even with the new one that I'm sending you, you have to take the blades out. There's okay, no, I mean, there's unfortunately, there's no way around it. There's no way around because, it. Because of the aspect and size of it, right? Um, it's just not it's not practical. Got it. Got it. Um, got but it. we've made it as easy as we can. The feet the feet on the bottom are adjustable. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you get yours, yours will be pre-adjusted. So basically, all you do is you take it, you set it in the tray, slide it all the way to the front of the bed. Yep. Up again, up against the bed, and that's it. You're done. Nice. It, it, if if your bed is square. Yeah. And you should be square with the head and awesome. everything just kind of falls into place that way. Yeah. And it's an neon, um, so it should be square. That bed better be yeah. square, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. So, but yeah, so now with, with the Thunder, uh, we made the drop down brackets, which actually attach to the blades. And now you can actually raise and lower the rotary below the blades with the table. Awesome. 
So you still you don't have to set it in the bottom and then prop it up with wood or <laughs> whatever to get right. it high high enough to use. You right. can actually you can actually raise and lower it with with the uh, the bed That's because so cool, it, it's it's suspended it's suspended from the blades. Yeah. So and then the 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 um, low roller is actually basically kind of being phased out. It it is still available, obviously on my site if people are interested in it. Right. Um, that that's more shifted to the fiber side of things because it is compact, low low slung, and everything, so it's easy to fit in like the the Thunder uh, Aurora, mm. their fiber laser. We have one that goes into that. Um, you can also use it on OMG or whoever else you have uh, as far as a laser, and it just attaches to your bed. And with the attachments, it automatically kind of squares it up to the to the laser. So you're saying that that's going to be phased out. Is there anything that's coming in that will replace that so that the fiber guys don't have to go out and all buy like 800 millimeter towers in order to use <laughs> a, a rotary tool? Well, the junior the junior itself is actually you can actually put the junior in the Aurora as well. Okay, great. Um, so you can use a 110 millimeter lens and still be fine with the, yeah. with the standard, with the standard tower. Right. Um, and that's one of the, the improvements that was made to the juniors. Everything was basically dropped, dropped. lower. Sure. So it's a, it's basically kind of a midpoint between the old junior, which is currently on the market and the, and the low roller and the in the sense that it, it's basically gonna fill two two roles because right. over over these three years it's been such a hassle trying to keep up with parts and pieces for all these different machines. Right. And it's not it's not too bad with the Rotoboss and the Junior because they share probably eighty percent eighty five percent of their parts are shared. Right. And universal. Whereas the low roller is almost completely different. So yeah. um that's kind of why we we've we've done away with that. I mean, it's that still makes available. Perfect sense. Yeah. But um, it's basically kind of like a request, or if someone sees it, wants it. But you can use the junior, the new junior, on a fiber without any issues, and you can use the old one too. I've got some videos on YouTube um, of of using it on the compact version of it, smaller, so it sits right on top of the 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 actual pegboard gotcha. bed. So. Yeah. So the so the new junior, the V two junior, is essentially kind of like a hybrid of the low roller and the old junior, height wise. Yeah. So it's, it's it's filling both of those. Essentially, yes. It's like here's this is the new one here. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. But the junior two point so cool. And you can kind of see how this is kind of low slung. Yep. Everything because it used to come basically straight across the top here. Right. So you, I've dropped about thirty millimeters on this side, and I've also dropped. Basically, you're almost touching the ground with this all the way to the bottom. Got it. So this is as low as it can go. This is as low as it could theoretically go. I mean, it could go a little bit lower, I'm sure. But sure. uh, it's, but yeah, so it's, it's pretty dang low. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. And uh. So yeah, I mean, it's that's the new one. That's basically what you'll be getting. It's Just, beautiful, man. I'm so excited, and it's, it's the V2s are all metal design still, right? Yeah, everything's everything's all metal on them. Yeah. I mean, there's the only non-metal you have is like your uh, your guide rails or your right. guide wheels and the bearing race covers. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's, 
and the O-rings. And then uh, this this is the it's the, the Rotoboss Rotoboss 2.0. So pretty. And it's also been modified in the same regards, just not quite as drastic. Right. Um, basically, just tried to cut some of the fat out of it because just the the plates originally when they were made, right? They were made for out of acrylic, <laughs> so they had to be pretty beefy to withstand um, shipping and and handling and use and everything like that. Yeah. So this this was my chance to basically cut out all the all the fat that was on them previously, um, and 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 make them a little bit you know, more aesthetically pleasing, a little bit more functional. Um, like one of the functions that we have that we integrated into the all metal ones last year when we started, because a lot of people would, uh, complain about, you know, well, yours has, mine has the lead screw, you know, pies doesn't, other people's don't, you can't make quick adjustments or anything, but we've made it to where you can literally push the tower. You can still adjust, do your fine adjustments. There's a release spring on the backside. You just pull it out. Mm, nice. You push it in. I mean, yep. it's just—it's that simple. So that's one of the improvements we made. We also made the improvement to. Um, let me get the camera here. You can actually remove the lead screw, and then we've added a friction lock right here. So you can actually take the lead screw off and have free play of of the the slider. And lock it down with the friction lock there awesome. in the track. Cool. So there's there's a couple of different things you can do with it that way. Um, um, we do we do have a question from a viewer, a live viewer right now. Uh, okay. Show regular Boba the Fets is asking how well does that do with mugs uh, with handles now that you've made it so low? Uh, have, have you experimented with that? How how is the performance there? Yeah, it hasn't affected anything, and the main reason is because of the the wheels. And the way that, that the mug would sit on the wheels, because the wheels themselves are 56 millimeters, so they're a little over two inches in diameter. Right. So, and most most handles are about an inch and a half, inch and three quarters. Um, I've done big, those big glass beer steins, beer mugs, that have like a almost a three inch handle on them. Yeah. And it and there's no problem. They don't hit the motor. You know, because that's, an, that's another thing that a lot of people are like, well, you got the motor on the inside, things are going to hit it. But like I said, the way everything was designed, all that was taken into account mm-hmm. when they were made as far as the placement and everything. Because I didn't want it hanging off the back because that adds more length or more width to the to the rotary. Right. And I didn't want that, that slung weight off the end of it, one. And two, I didn't want that. I wanted to make it as, as compact as I possibly mm-hmm. could. Yep. Um, so that that's where that is. But with with uh, the the rotaries themselves, they have the mug spacers and stuff that attach to the front of the, the clip. Mm-hmm. And there's also a heel cap that slips over the heel plate that you can. It's eccentric, so you can put it one way or flip it around the other way, and it, it takes up that space accordingly to how you put it on there. And what that does is it spaces your handles away from the wheel, the mass of the wheel, so, so they don't hit when they rotate. I wanted to ask you, too, um, just as a follow-up, how how does the Rotoboss specifically deal with 
um, the the weight of handles because one of the struggles that I've run into when I'm using rotary is that some of the most most not some most of the handles are just so damn heavy that yeah. it's constantly drooping and falling and like the the motors and wheels are fighting that that extra weight does the rotoboss do anything specific to make dealing with those easier um i mean that's it's a it's a hard question to answer because every, sure. every every situation's different yeah of course um but in general no um okay. and there's a couple reasons one is kind of the the way the clamp is made it's never it's never intended to sit parallel it's always got an up or a downward cant to it inside the object right. so it, it, it basically pulls it in and pulls it down at the same time um but with the rotary it comes with a small diameter wheel which you can use for pretty much anything um and it also comes with a wheel that's about double the size okay that you that you swap out put on and that would i mean i my my personal rotaries, I leave the big wheel on because I can still do everything with it, but it also adds that extra bit of clamping force. Right, because right. Because the, the larger surface area that it's touching. Well, the larger surface area and the compression of the spring. Okay, got it. Um, it, the compression of the spring is greater, which gives you more downforce inside the the cup. So the answer is um, really yes because it comes with both of those wheels. That's awesome. <laughs> I I didn't even know that. Um, so that that's really so the actual clamp that you're using to clamp things down. It has a, a wheel that you can change out depending on the, the object that you're using. Yes. Oh, dude, that's so cool. And <laughs> and know. the the rotor boss itself actually comes with. I call it the bottle clamp, and and nowadays that's kind of probably not the right name for it because back when I made it, all we had were wine bottles, beer bottles, <laughs> things like that. Sure. Small cylindrical objects that you couldn't clamp on the inside. Now we have, you know, quote unquote, water bottles, JDS, Yeti. It's, it, it doesn't work for those. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> but, but consequently, you know, even on a 32 ounce, uh, 32 ounce cup or, or bigger with the opening, you can actually put that clamp in there and it spreads the, the force outward and downward at the same time to give it stability for like mm -hmm. dog bowls, things like that. It gives that outward stability and it also clamps it down as well at the same time because it's two, it's two wheels parallel that, that add pressure onto whatever object you're doing. Do these, like, right, does all this stuff come standard with the Rotoboss when you order it? Well, for the rotor boss, the all the because what I used to do is I used to have accessory packs. Like you buy the rotary and then you could buy magnet feet, bottle clamp, this, that, and the other. Um, when I went all metal back, uh, last year, everything comes with it. You get magnet oh. feet. You get uh, for the rotor boss, you'll get the mug spacers, the heel spacer, and the bottle clamp. Um, and on the junior it doesn't come with the bottle clamp because it was never really intended to work with that because sure. it, you know, just f for what it was made for. Right. Um, so that doesn't come with it, but it comes with everything else. The magnet feet, the, the heel plate, I mean, or the mug spacers, heel spacer, all that stuff comes with it. Um, as well this as kind of you know, bring, this kind of brings us back around to that, that price too. Right. I mean, you're not just getting a rotary. You're not getting a box with a rotary tool in it. Like you're getting all this other stuff that makes it more user-friendly and makes it easier to use 
in like a huge variety of situations. You know, this is the stuff I really wanted to make sure that we talked about and didn't miss uh, while we have yep. you on today because it, it's important. It matters. Uh, and it's it's huge. I mean, that's that's so cool. I, I, I never, ever would have known that if if I didn't ask just now. Like, it never would have occurred to me. I would have opened up the box when it came in the mail and I would have been like, what's this wheel? You know, <laughs> like, so that's, that's really cool, dude. Yeah. So we, well, I have we a, tried it. Go ahead. Yeah, I have a question about the software. Is there any kind of software limitations? Does this thing is pretty much universal for everything? Um, ZCAD or right, whatnot, right now, I basically, I coined it as it'll run on anything that runs Lightburn, RDWorks, um, or uh, on a Trojan controller, GRBL. It'll basically work on anything. I've had it on. I've had it on pretty much everything. A lot of the diode lasers, um, things like that. So the software really doesn't limit it. It's it comes down to the motor. Uh, a lot of people are like, "Hey, will your rotary work with this machine?" Well, yes, it'll work with every laser. It'll even work with Epilog, Trotec, all that stuff, if you have the right motor to drive it, right. and the right and the software to to of course be able to um, to do that. So, uh, yes, it does work on everything basically that runs on any of those controllers, Verita. Uh, I think OM Tech has some other, I forget the name of it, but they have a different controller that's not Rita, but it still runs on that. Um, GRBL, uh, EasyCAD, Lightburn. Um, yeah, pretty much everything. Nice. That's good enough. Um, while we're on that topic, we have more questions. I want to make sure that we, they don't get away from us. Sorry, I'm not no, watching the chat. I'm trying it's to... all, no, it's okay. <laughs> That's my job. Uh, um, but before we get back to questions, just really quick, because we are talking about software, just want yep. to ask, as far as like figuring out like your gear ratio and steps per rotation and like a lot of that setup can be like really mind-numbingly like difficult. Um, yeah. Is it is it really hard with the Rotoboss, or, or do they all kind of run the same specs, and you get a list, or uh, can you just talk well, to me about that a little? Well, the 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 goal was to basically try to get as close to a one to one ratio that I could. Yeah. Um, so that's why all the pulleys are the same size. I don't have the twenty millimeter and the forties on the wheels mm-hmm. like most most other rotaries, um, because it lends itself more to acting like a chuck. Than it does a rotary at that point, or a, a regular roller rotary at that point. Right. Um, because when I first when I first set this up, I actually set it up to work as a chuck. So, like in light burn, you would check chuck instead of roller. Right. Um, but over you know over the course of time, we figured out you know you can do it either way. Uh, but essentially, if you if you set it up properly, um, take. 15 minutes to, to set it up, do a couple tests, dial in your settings. If you do it the way that I recommend, typically you don't have any issues from anything. I've done things from a shot glass all the way up to a 30-ounce tumbler and, and haven't had to change anything. Right. Haven't had to really modify the image or anything. Um, now, that's not to say that it doesn't change because it does. Sure. But it's, it's, but it's so minute that visually by the eye you're not you're not going to see it you might see it but your customers probably definitely not going to see it yeah so yep so it's uh definitely um i i know i've got choppy it's okay what's up man i was gonna say i know i've got choppy audio but i want to jump in and 
talk about it because like I love this product, man. Um, so I've been using it for almost three years now. And it's one of those things where literally everything he said is so true. I've talked to so many people who have questions and they're like, hey, I can't get my roller to work. I can't do these things. And honestly, as someone who's been doing this for like two and a half, three years, I can't help them because I'm like, well, I bought a product. I followed the instructions when I went to install it and everything worked fine. And they're like, well, shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, and so it's tough to just like when you're talking about cost, like the two things that he's already mentioned that you guys have all mentioned too is like the amount of product that you're not going to mess up. Like, I think my loss on this is like 1% at best. So I run a hundred cups There's usually one mess up and it's probably because of me because I was moving too fast. Um, right. The ease, the sake of time that you're saving just by having a product that's so easy to like plug and play if you follow the instructions. And I mean, there was some tweaking involved, but like you said, you figure it out pretty quick. And most of the stuff you can manipulate by using light burn to make it fit what your product is you're trying to do. And the other thing too that I mentioned earlier is cost isn't value, right? So it's one of those things where anytime you buy a tool, it's going to cost you money, but the value that you're getting from it is so inherently greater like just from the amount of time and all that stuff it's it's really a great product so i appreciate it man i've been trying to be quiet because my mic is all messed up but <laughs> thanks thanks so Matt. we do have some questions in the in the uh stream here too yeah, can we is... get can we get um matt's from alicia first? yeah I'm, i just uh, want to make sure we don't miss that one yep i got it right here this is from alicia she says it feels like many makers are really hitting the roadie market where do you think the tumbler market uh, is going the next three months and also next year um, well, I mean, it's, it's really hard to say because if you would have asked me this question two or three years ago, I would have said it wouldn't go in anywhere. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with, I think, I don't think you'll ever get away from personalizing items. Mm-hmm. Um, cause people always want them. Uh, it's not something that it's not really a niche thing. It might kind of ebb and flow. It might have its, its high points and low points. But I think it's always going to uh, steadily increase, especially with you know what the the manufacturers are doing that are making these things. They're making different sizes, different shapes, yeah. you know, better quality, um, you know, all this stuff. They're just continuing to advance it. And us as creators for rotaries, myself and others included, you know, we got to kind of we got to keep up with that to make sure that you guys can can continue to do that stuff as the demand rises. Right. Um, so for me, I mean, if, if there's any questions or if there's anything that I can do to help improve the product itself, mm. you know, I'm always open to suggestions to try to make things fit, you know, the situations that you might have. Um, but like I said, it's really hard to answer that question straight and, and, and kind of get it right. I think it's, I think it's just going to have a steady incline. Uh, obviously at some point it's going to have to kind of taper or kind of level off. But uh, I, I think it's I think it's probably mid-stroke and growing. So I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. What do you think about the saturation of like personalized tumblers in the market as it stands right now? Do you think that it's a big problem and everybody should be worried that there's no more room left in the industry, or do you think it's more like uh, like you know the good stuff is always going to rise to the top and there's enough space in the high end of that market that it's not really a concern. I, I think, and, and my view on it has always been what you value your worth. If, if you, if you 
value your worth and your product shows, people are going to come to you. Um, I, I mean, in my market here where I'm at in Jacksonville, Florida, I mean, <laughs> there's so many, um, I mean, I call it mom and pops, but just people working out of their, their garage or their, their living room. Um, and, and they're, ma- they're making money. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's one of those things. If you don't take it seriously, um, and you don't value your worth and the product that you put out, you're, you're not going to last. I mean, that's, right. and that's like you said, with the cream rises to the top, it's, it's, I mean, that's true. I mean, I've seen so many people fail, um, for several reasons, but generally it's probably because, you know, they, they, they didn't take it seriously. They didn't value their worth. They under, they tried to, they tried to compete with the market and undercut and basically run themselves out of business. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. and, and to me, I've never, I've never done that as a business. You know, I set my prices. If people don't value what I have to offer, I mean, I understand that, right. but, but I, I value my products, whether it's the rotaries or the products I put out here locally. Um, I put them at a high regard and, and, and I, I charge for it. I mean, that's, that's, that's nice, man. We came full circle on that. I like that. <laughs> that was a good answer. That was a very good answer. And, um, total, total, like just lane change here uh but boba's back he's asking is there a max weight i engrave shells for five inch rounds and they can be heavy no um i mean i i've never i've never i mean i've i've had them sitting on the shelf and i can basically push myself up off the towers and not they don't move right um well especially the metal yeah the steel well, it's just the way that with the lead, the type of lead screw they are, and all that stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot to that, right? Because um, I don't know if you know about lead screws, but you know, and they had back. I'm in healthcare. Dan, I backlash nuts basically act as a as a lock, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So with those, the type of lead screws that I use um, are different, and that's one of the reasons they move so slow. And some people complain about it, but. I mean, there's reasons I, I do it, and it's it's not to make people mad because it goes slow. It's just there, there's it's part of the function. Yeah. Um, but but to answer that question, no, I I don't know of any limit. I mean, I dude, if you can, if you can do a freaking push up on it, I mean, like I would say that's probably sufficient. If you if you're like trying to rotary engrave something heavier than you a human <laughs> like is it nuclear waste like i don't understand. <laughs> i don't understand what you're putting on there that's that's that heavy you probably like should a, be engraving like, like nuclear iron, waste freight caliper barrels yeah. i mean I, I, I probably wouldn't recommend putting anything over probably 20 or 30 pounds on it and that's if you fair. get that if you get that much weight on it uh, one, I'd like to see the pictures of the video. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell of, of what of what that is. I mean, I've had people do scuba tanks, right? Um, the small, the smaller scuba tanks, and yep. I don't know how much they weigh—probably five, five pounds, ten pounds, mm-hmm. somewhere in that that range. Yep. Um, and, and they they've worked, but you know, other than that, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. That's right. It's good enough. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a good enough answer for me. That's that's <laughs> funny. Right. Um, well, we are just about at our hour. This seems like a good stopping point. Um, are 
you down to hang out with us for a bonus episode today, Jason? Absolutely. Sweet. So I'm, if I'm, I'm here for everybody else. So awesome. So uh, if you guys want to listen to us, shoot the shit with Jason. You know how the bonus episodes go, guys. Uh, totally off topic, weird, random, just conversation, just hanging out. If you want to experience that, wow! I really now that I'm doing the outro, I can I'm feeling the throat. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> go sign up for the LMA if you're not already a member. Uh, we are a supporter contributor supported channel uh we exist because people spend their hard-earned money making sure we continue to exist so if you want to be one of those people go check it out over at masters.lasereverything.net we'll have this bonus episode up for you in a day or two uh, and you'll get to spend even more time hanging out with jason uh me and the guys uh so go check that out if you want a roto boss Links down in the description. Straight to Jason's shop uh, where you can find all of the different models. One final question for you, Jason, before we leave for the night. Should, sure. And be honest because I want I want honesty on laser everything. Should Uh-oh. people buy a Rotoboss now or wait for V2? The price is not projected to change. Okay. So I can, I can safely say that. Um, so, I, I mean... Is the, if they is want, the, if they want something a little bit more aesthetically pleasing and and a little bit more flexible, then then yeah, I so said the V two would would be worth waiting for. Um, but but they're not they're know, not that, getting a bad outdated product if they bite on a Roto Boss now. No, I, well, especially the Roto Boss because the Roto Boss. I mean, I've made some minor changes to it, mainly aesthetics. Right. Um, so. The Roto Boss, absolutely not. I mean, you're going to get the most flexible, versatile rotary there is on the market yep. out of that machine. Yep. Um, the Junior, you'll get a little bit more um, adjustability. Like you'll be able to do more water bottles and type stuff with with the, this Junior that you couldn't do with the other Junior without sure. like prop, propping up one side or flipping the cup around or all that stuff. So you do have a little bit more flexibility when it comes to that. And like I said, probably probably around the first part of October. Okay. I'll probably, I'll probably be releasing the, the first 50 for the short okay. run that we're doing. Um, and, and those will pretty much be shipping out as, as they're, they're ordered. Okay. So there, w- there won't be any, there won't be any wait time besides, you know, it, it's usually a week, sure. especially when we're building them to order like that. Um, about a week to ship and deliver and get, get to you. Um, so, I mean, if you want to wait a couple months, you're more than welcome to. Uh, you're not getting anything less, really, with, with what I have now. Yeah, great. It's just, just going through a transition from, yep. from one one to another. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And uh, I, if I'm remembering correctly, is it rotaryattachments.com? Is that right? Yes. Rotaryattachments.com. Again, guys, link down in the description if you want to pick one of those up. Uh, are you on socials? See anywhere else that you'd want people to know about? You want to plug real quick? Yeah, we're on we're on Facebook, the uh, Rotoboss Rotary Attachments, and created with Rotoboss or created with Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Um, Instagram is is uh, Rotoboss. Cool. I, I just got it started, so I don't. I'm I don't sure. The name I'm of, sure if you search but, it, it'll come up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. There. Um, so Instagram's there. Cool. Uh, you know, and obviously I got YouTube channel. 
the Roto Boss YouTube channel, as well as the JER Custom Design, which has some of my older stuff okay. when I first first created it and kind of you know things like that. Yeah, sweet. And uh, ran C projects right here at the end. I'm not sure I heard that properly, but it will work with a fiber laser. Yeah, he's got rotaries listed on his shop. Uh, again, rotaryattachments.com, specifically listed to work with fiber lasers. So uh, that shouldn't be a yeah, problem. Yeah, if, if, you, if you order one for fiber laser, you're going to get a phone call. <laughs> just sure. because there's so many, so, so many, many different, different ones, totally. so many different ones, it's easier just to give them a call and and figure out which the, again the motor setup that they need right. uh, to fit their unit. But yep. it's it's pretty awesome. painless. Well, uh, Jason, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me, dude. Uh, it was really really great to have you on. I learned a lot that I did not know about your product or company i seriously i went into this interview kind of blind not like totally blind i did a little research but not enough and uh i, I learned a lot about you and your products and your company and i feel like that much better about having the roto boss come in now i'm really excited to play with it dude so thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to come on and hang out with us not a problem available anytime if anybody knows how to get a hold of me they can get a hold of me i won't, I won't hesitate to help talk very to you cool. very cool i'm looking very forward cool. to the review yeah the, it's coming dude it's coming as soon as it gets in we're going to start that three-way rotary challenge and then they're all going to get reviews it's going to be like rotary month awesome. uh, before <laughs> this year we've got a lot coming on that and uh you know boys matt thank you so much for for swinging in to say hey matt i'm sorry your audio's not working super great but we'll get you sorted so that we can get you on the podcast i know people really love uh when when we have you on so um, we'll make sure that we get that taken care of so we can hear a little bit more from you. Um, and hopefully I can not be sick by the next time we are recording a podcast. I'm finally back here in the studio. I'm finally back. And then I'm like, I'm sick and I can't talk. So, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, that's it, guys. That's all I've got. Thank you so much for watching. If you guys came here live uh, or if you're listening to this after the fact, don't forget, uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, rate and review uh five star review goes a long way in helping the podcast get discovered and uh that's it thank you so much for watching and we'll see you in the next one